This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 25th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, here we are, already at week four of the new year, with two terrific interviews already in the bag, and yet another one today with Empower Brands CEO Scott Zide that promises to be more of the same. But first, my thanks go out to Propelled Brands Chief Development Officer Mark Jameson for sharing so much with us last week, both personally and professionally. Truly, Mark is one of my favorite franchise friends and peers, and I'm happy to count him, too, as part of my extended franchise family. Now, before I bring Scott Zide in for today's conversation, here's a little teaser, if you will, about an announcement that I'll be making at the conclusion of my interview today with Scott. This is some pretty big and exciting news, and with it will come an invitation for you to participate in what I believe will be remembered as one of the most exciting events of this new year. And if that's not enough, courtesy of FRM Solutions and 919 Marketing, Your participation in this event comes at absolutely no cost to you. So, remember to stick around following the interview. It'll be worth your while to do so, I promise. Okay, back to the business of the day. You know how each week I quip about how franchising is unintentional as a way of doing business. And unless you're born into a dynastic franchise family, we don't find it. It finds us. So, while my guest today is no exception, Scott Zide has been in the franchising business his entire professional life, and he's going to join me in a minute or two to roll all of that out as we unpack his story. But first, a quick time out. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. Atmosphere isn't limited to restaurants or bars either. Any business with a TV screen can benefit from better entertainment. So, stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto shops, anyone with TV in their waiting rooms can jump on this amazing offer. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. 
Scott Zide manages the day-to-day operations of Empower Brands. He started out as an outdoor lighting perspectives franchise owner in St. Louis, Missouri in 2000, and in 2002 was recruited by the brand as a consultant to help develop and support new franchisees. He became vice president of the brand in 2004, and today Outdoor Lighting Perspectives is one of the seven brands under Empower Brands' umbrella, and Scott is the CEO of the whole shooting match. Scott Zide, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you, Stan. Great to be here. Really a joy to have you here, as we were talking about in the green room before we went live. There are so many pieces and parts of what you've now embraced as Empower Brands that are familiar to me. A lot of people, lots of companies and brands under the umbrella, and it's like a game of chess, the way the industry (laughs) is kind of moving around and moving the pieces and parts and the people, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we're so thrilled to have the brands that we do here today at Empower Brands and the stories of each brand started many years ago, but we believe we have seven world-class brands as part of Empower Brands, and uh, we have plans to continue to grow that amount as well. Well, we're going to unpack all of that and talk about that during the course of our time together today, but what we first do every week is what we must do here as well. And while your profile comes a little closer than most people that I talk with on a weekly basis, I'm still going to bet that you didn't go to college with the intention of getting into franchising, but that franchising somehow found you. Now, I know you are a lifer. Your whole career has been franchising, but I don't think it was intentional. So I'm going to ask you to clarify that. Tell us how franchising and you discovered each other and when that was. Sure. Yeah. So I am a lifelong franchise guy. And when I graduated from Kansas University back in 94, I had a dream. I had a dream of owning my own company and being an entrepreneur. And one of the things I learned at school was that franchising might be a good route to, to, to take. So it really did start back when I was in school. And uh, I was lucky enough right when I got out of school to identify a brand called Mr. Good Sense, which was a sub shop based in Kansas City. And uh, as I began to explore that opportunity, I learned that they were trying to expand into St. Louis, Missouri, where I was born and raised and wanted to get back home. So I became a franchisee at 23 years old and uh, have been a part of the franchise industry from from that time until here today. So 94 or so, you graduated, became a sandwich guy, and believe it or not, you and me were in similar businesses at similar times. In 97 through 99, I was heading up global development for a company called Blimpy Subs and Salads. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so I, I really cut my teeth with those uh, multi-unit stores. My partner and I had built those up, and uh, we were so in enamored with franchising and how well it went that my wife Erin and I, we began to look for an opportunity for, for a her. So of course we looked at the franchise space again, and that's where we became the fifth franchisees of outdoor lighting perspectives, which is one of the brands we have here today. So we were actually multi-branded franchisees. So if I'm understanding you correctly, then you were a franchisee of one of the brands that now sit under the umbrella that you supervise as CEO of Empower Brands. That is correct. So uh, as a franchisee, as we had success with our 
outdoor lighting perspectives franchise in St. Louis, Missouri. The founder of that brand eventually asked me to join the franchisor. And this was in the 2001 timeframe. So that was my first role as a business coach. Um, I was the first support consultant, first support employee of that franchisor. So I really transitioned from being a franchisee to a franchisor in that 2001 timeframe. And of course, I've spent the last 21 years now on the franchisor side of, uh, of things and eventually was asked to lead that brand starting in 2005. So that was my first leadership role, leading a brand, guiding a brand, building the support team, and uh, ultimately responsible for the value creation of that brand. Why don't you walk us up from there to the current day, sharing some more of the milestones that led you to the place where you've assumed the reins as CEO of the whole shooting match. Help us learn a little bit about you in the first half of our time together, and then we will take a quick break following that and come back and talk about the seven brands and where you're heading this year and next and the road ahead. That's great. Yeah, so as I assume the leadership role at what we call OLP, the success that we began to have there and the growth we had there allowed myself and two partners, we actually co-founded a brand called Mosquito Squad in the outdoor pest control space. So we had become a multi-branded franchisor in 2006. Mosquito Squad was the first uh, outdoor mosquito control, pest control brand of its kind. Today, there's probably 13 or 14 of those brands out there. So it was a really, I think, a important part of my journey and career to start a category from scratch, start a brand from scratch. And as as we were beginning to launch that brand, that's when I met Chris Grand Prix. And Chris was my counterpart at Archidec. And uh, as Chris and I got to know each other and build a, a relationship, we began to think about was there a way to put outdoor lighting perspectives, Mosquito Squad, and Architect under one larger portfolio company. And that was that was the impetus for the brand and the company Outdoor Living Brands. Chris and I were the co-founders of that. That was back in the 2000, late 2008 early 2009 timeframe. And we spent the next 11, 12 years building outdoor living brands. We added conservative irrigation in 2015, and we were growing and and scaling a multi-branded franchisor. And that was when we, Chris and I, began to think about the idea of private equity and bringing in a partner to help us accelerate that growth. And and it was really, we call it luck or chance that we met back in 2021, uh, June of 2021, we met the, the team at Lynx Franchising and uh, began to talk to them about their strategic goals moving ahead. One of the objectives they, they had was to diversify themselves from the commercial services brands that they had at the time and begin to diversify into residential services. and. Uh, we were an ideal fit for them strategically, culturally, and in September of 2021, we joined forces with Lynx Franchising. So uh, that was a real milestone and a really important point for us uh, as we began to think about how could we accelerate our growth. So how did I get to where I did, where I'm at now as 
CEO of Empower Brands. The former CEO of Lynx Franchising stepped away in late 21. The board went on a search. I felt that I would be a, a, a ideal fit for that role based on my experience and, and ultimately was selected to step into the CEO role. Uh, this was in April of last year. April 2022. And then one of, Stan, one of the first, I guess, priorities I had on, on my 100-day plan was to begin to unify both Lynx franchising and outdoor living brands into one company, one culture, one team. And that was really part of the process we went through was to rebrand ourselves. So we went through about a four-month process to work through developing a new brand name, identity, values, culture, everything that's that's wrapped around who we are. And I guess then probably it was mid-November of last year when we launched Empower Brands as our new brand. So that hopefully very quick there is the story of where I've been over the last, I guess, 10, 10, 12 years now. So that's a great story, great background. And it helps me understand some of them, well, use the word, some of the links between what was, what is, and what's coming. I remember Chris Grand Prix left such an impression on me when I met him back in 2010 about the business that he was in. And he talked a lot about Architect then and talked about the man in a van mentality, which was, he said it was a very fractured business doing handyman or deck building kinds of jobs that the industry wasn't an industry at all, that it was just very fractured and very much unlike a franchise business, which made the marketplace and the upside potential for that kind of a brand to grow and prosper very, very strong. Yeah, I think one of the, one of the reasons we uh, are lucky to be in the spaces that we are, decking, irrigation, the, the lighting space now in the fence category is, yes, they, they're all highly fragmented, very mom and pop, lack of sophistication, lack of technology. And when you're a franchise in, in that space, you bring all the things that the mom and pops aren't. And I think we're able to, we've been able to differentiate ourselves and position ourselves as the preferred choice. Uh, and, and I think that's a big, big part of why the brands we have here today have, have uh, grown as uh, fast as they have. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back from that break, let's take a 30,000 foot tour of these seven brands and talk a little more about outdoor living, Pro, First Team, Architect Outdoor Living, Intelligent Office, Outdoor Lighting Perspectives, Conserve Irrigation, and Superior Fence and Rail. Did I forget any? You got them all. All right. We're going to come back and talk more about them. We're talking today with Scott Zide, CEO of Empower Brands, and we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. 
Zorforum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at Zorforum.com. That's www.Zorforum.com. And I'm back with Scott Zide, CEO of Empower Brands, talking about, well, we started out calling it a chessboard. I think in the post-COVID era, we have seen a tremendous amount of consolidation, and we've seen not just private equity companies investing in brands, but putting portfolios together, combining brands. And there are companies in the home service space. There are companies in the child enrichment space. The big thing that I see post-COVID is the portfolio companies that share a consumer and have five or six or seven touch points to transact business with that consumer and bring the economies of scale to bear with one back end across all of those brands. Is that kind of the formula? It is. I think, Stan, one of our long-term objectives, especially on the residential services side of things, is the idea of being able to cross-promote, cross-sell the services of all our brands to that one homeowner. So the target customer, the demographics, the size, the psychographics, all align across all those brands. And and once we complete a job, for example, if Superior Fence and Rail were to put in a fence, we want to make sure that that, that homeowner knows there are three or four or five sister brands that are in the market as well. And we want to introduce those brands at that time. Well, it sure brings economies of scale to franchisees to if they're able to acquire more than a single unit and across the brands. Is that part of the lexicon? Uh, that's becoming a more popular approach. We have, it's about 15% of our fran- franchisees own multiple brands, um, but we're, we're seeing more interest in that trend as uh, we grow, as we add more brands. Uh, so I do think in the months and years ahead, we will continue to see more and more multi-branded franchisees, again, because they can use the same back office, they can sometimes share the same labor force, and of course, the end target customer is the same. I mean, one Valpac or a money mailer can go seven ways, right? So That's correct. Yep. There's a lot of shared marketing, cross-promotion. There's a lot of different ways to leverage the fact that that a franchisee has multiple brands. So post-COVID, how much has life changed and which of these brands prospered and which ones might have suffered a little during the COVID era? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we didn't know what to expect when, when, when we were back in February, March of 2020. We didn't, we didn't know if our franchisees were going to be shut down, if our revenue was going to be cut off. And as, as everybody knows, just the opposite took place. I think as homeowners spent a lot more time at home, they were stuck at home, they worked from home, uh, there was now a focus on the home. And as, as they began to look around their house and see what needed to be improved or repaired or, or uh, upgraded, we, we began to see record-breaking months for demand and lead flow and 
jobs and revenue month after month after month. So across all of the residential brands, we saw system sales just continue to grow for the past two and a half years. And the demand for the services we, we provide remains incredibly strong, even, even in the um, challenging macro env- environment we have right now, we're still seeing strong same-store sales growth. We're, we're getting new franchisees up to AAUVs faster than we ever have. So we're continuing to see that demand and that growth even uh, into late last year and into this year. On the commercial side, those brands, because of what they do, Jan Pro, commercial cleaning, first team is a restoration business. Those two brands uh, were not impacted really either way from COVID. Jan Pro had a little bit of a bump because of the disinfecting side of things, offices and companies. There was such a hypersensitive focus on keeping things clean that, that Jan Pro actually saw a bump during COVID as well. I, I think the one brand for us of the seven brands that was impacted in a negative way by COVID would be Intelligent Office, which is uh, more of a shared workspace business services brand. And as everybody was stuck at home during those first several months of COVID, uh, that brand was uh, impacted some. My guess is that they've probably recovered, though, because I'm seeing a great trend toward a lot of people who were working home remotely and leaving the office. Many of those companies that were holding leases have let them go and yep. not renewed them in favor of a kind of a hybrid environment between a day or two at the shared office or a few days at home. But when I look across seven brands, I see system-wide sales of a billion plus across all seven brands. Is that correct? If you combine the system sales of all seven brands, yes, we're at about one point. Across the seven brands, there's, I believe the number now is up to 700 plus territories. 700 across the seven brands. Yeah. What about the corporate culture? Let's talk some about that. And in today's labor nightmare of people deciding to disappear from the workplace <laughs> and not wanting to work, what do you do about that? And how do your franchisees combat that? Yeah, I think our franchisees, there's been a tremendous amount of focus over the last, I guess, two and a half, three years now on what are the strategies, the tactics out there that we can do to attract whatever labor force is out there. And I think we're finding that uh, because we are a franchise, because of the value proposition we have, franchisees are actually able to pay an incredibly competitive wage. I think the labor force knows that with a franchise brand, there's staying power there. And I think we as franchisors and franchisees are able to provide benefits that maybe local mom and pop irrigation company, for example, can provide. So our franchisees have done a wonderful job in a really tight, tough labor market of attracting the right talent, being able to retain that talent and show that workforce that there's a career here. So labor, while it's a challenge, our franchisees have done a really good job of mitigating that as much as they can. Would a call center be part of those economies of scale that an independent contractor would be unable to compete with a company like yours to provide? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that would be one exa- example of what can a franchisor bring or what can a collective group bring that 
an independent contractor could not do. And a call center is a good example of that. I think the marketing side of the business, some of the strategies, the tactics, the vendor partnerships we have, that's a huge advantage that the franchise brings to the franchisees compared to that independent contractor. And then culturally, what about corporate charities? Are there any of those or franchisees left to determine that on their own? Yeah, so it's it's really done at both levels. We have a very giving back focus at the local level with our franchisees. And then with some of the brands, for for example, Conservative Education, they are focused on a, a water program, charity water program overseas for third world countries that water is incredibly hard to uh, come by. So there's some work being done in Africa there. It really cuts across the board, but I've I would say most of the charitable efforts are done at the local level. Post-COVID, it's been harder and harder for the executives that I talk with weekly to tell me what they see five years out. But what about one to three? What do you see on the horizon, both for your company and its brands and, and franchising as a way of doing business? Yeah, I think for our brands, our number one focus is organic growth, working with our existing brand franchisees to drive same-store sales, making sure that the franchise development engine that we have have, that that is producing the results, filling the white space that we have. So our primary focus over the next one to three years is on the existing brands and the existing fran- for franchisees. But of course, we do have uh, a wonderful partner in MidOcean Partners, and there is a desire to continue to expand the footprint of brands that that uh, we we have. So you know, over the next three years, I would expect us to have three, four, five additional brands as part of Empower Brands. And whether it's on the commercial side or the residential side, there's really not a preference there. It's more about finding the right brands with strong unit level economics proof concept and a founder typically that we will partner with and they and they stay as a very important part of the brand. Before I invite you to share contact information with those listening who might want to go for a deeper dive one-on-one, I've got to ask you my favorite interview question each week. Are you ready? Sure. Scott, what have I not asked you today that you're sitting there wishing I did? Yeah, that's a great, great question. I think maybe about the culture here at Empower Brands at the franchisor level, and I think it's been something that I instilled back when my first role as a business coach at Outdoor Lighting Perspectives up till now. And it's the the philosophy and the approach of being franchisee first. And the culture here is one of, uh, we call it championing the success of our franchisees. And the relationships we build are incredibly strong. There's transparency, there's trust, and there's just a Every day when everybody walks through the door, we know our mission here is to serve the franchisees. If I were to ask you one book that every franchisor should have on his credenza, what would it be? Um, I would say either E-Myth or Good to Great. Both great choices. I have a bit of a preference for one over the other, but that's personal. Great choices. Scott, how about some contact info? And let's let the audience find you for either a one-on-one or a conversation with somebody in franchise development. Yeah, that'd be great. So um, directly, you can contact me at S-Z-I-D-E at OutdoorLivingBrands.com. 
Tom, and my direct line is area code 804-339-8029. I've really enjoyed this conversation, Scott. I knew it would go quickly, but I had no idea just how quick. But this has been a terrific opportunity to get to know you, and I look forward to continuing that conversation further down the road. Scott Zide, CEO of Empower Brands. Now you can say thank you, Stan. Thanks so much, Stan. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being with us today. You got it. Okay, as promised at the top of the podcast, I've got some breaking news to share. Each week you hear me read a commercial for Zor Forum, a first-of-its-kind peer-sharing and networking franchise organization. Well, what some may not know is that in addition to this podcast and my responsibilities as a partner at FRM Solutions, I'm also a partner in Zor Forum. And along with Dave Paskin, Graham Chapman, and Eric Mayers, we've recently announced an alliance partnership with none other than Michael E. Gerber, the iconic author of The E-Myth Revisited, and 29 other titles. Michael is the world's number one small business guru, according to Inc. Magazine. Gerber's entire body of work, including more than 30 books in print, lectures, videos, and curricula, taught globally is in complete alignment with the problem that Zorforum was created to resolve, and that is helping those lonely at the top executive business leaders become the masters of their universes. Personally, I've been a student of the Emoth for more than 30 years, and I could not be any prouder about joining forces with the iconic Michael E. Gerber to help pay it forward for others. So, here's the breaking news. As an initial and critical step in our collective mission to awaken those new to business format franchising and to the lessons of the E-Myth, Zor Forum will present a masterclass, The E-Myth Franchisor with Michael E. Gerber. It's set for 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, February 16th. This live program will be available to anyone in franchise leadership from emerging all the way to the enterprise level. As you begin planning your upcoming IFA convention experience, when is a better time than now? for you to be certain that you are dialed into the things that really matter most in your franchise business. When better than now to hear from Michael E. Gerber, the master of transformation, and either affirm that you're on the right path or perhaps need some help charting a new course away from the status quo or worse to one more likely to lead to the promised land. Your registration and attendance for this masterclass is absolutely free. Your complimentary admission is being made possible by our friends at FRM Solutions and 919 Marketing. Immediate registration, though, is required to assure your seat. Additionally, there'll be a limited number of post-program events, opportunities, and activities available exclusively for those who qualify. Step one, though, is to attend this transformational one-hour masterclass in order to be considered for subsequent offerings. To register, simply visit our website at www.zorforum.com. That's www.zorforum.com. Just provide your name and email address, and you'll be good to go. Well, there you have it. Quite the mouthful, but this has the potential to be a game changer for you, so don't miss out. I'll see you back here again next week when we do it all again. I'll be joined then by the co-founder and CEO of not one, but two franchise brands, Rockbox Fitness and Beam Light Sauna. That's right, Roger Martin, next week, right here on Franchise Today. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out.
Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.